Hey, what is going on? It is Adam Lefko, Chris Sims, and Mark Steinmetz. Oh, the old Steinmetz. Steinmetz. Josh Fendrick is down in um, Arkansas. Yes. They are doing a high school football game. They are broadcasting their first ever high school football game on Bleacher Report on Facebook. It's going to be awesome. Uh, They're going to try and do football differently, which is going to be cool. Uh, But we're here. And we're feeling good, and it's episode 84. Yeah, I mean, maybe we need to just employ you as the new full-time producer. I think it might How be How do you done. feel, Mark? Sure. Yeah, I'll do it. Okay, one thing that you can't chew the gum, though. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, only I'm usually behind. I'm okay. only kidding. Um, episode 84, which there's Randy one Moss, right. Yeah. Uh, the, it's really bad, though. The first name that came to my mind just there was Freddie Mitchell. And he is not the 84. But, but he is an 84 regardless. Uh, also, TJ Hushman Zada came to my mind. Mm. You say Hushman Zada. I say Hushman Zada. Uh, yes. Uh, Let's I call the whole thing any, off. I can't think of any other 84s that we're missing. There, we're we're going to hear about it a lot on Twitter. So if you want to look it up, that's great. But actually, I wasn't planning on this. Randy Moss said recently that he still thinks he could play in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about that? I think he's wrong. Because <laughs> I was with him his second to last year in the NFL. What and, What was that like? Uh, like I know, you've talked about how cool it is, but like to see someone that was so dominant, what level was he at? Yeah, he was at a level where it took him like 40 minutes to get warmed up for practice. And then when we get out to practice, he would – the first 10 or 15 routes he ran like at the start of practice – it, I think I could hear his bones like crinking and cracking. He was like, like loosening up. Yeah, like he couldn't. Oh, oh let me. Oh, okay. What about after those fifteen? Uh, then it would be pretty good. Like he could still go once he opened up. Like once he got past ten yards and he got rolling, he yeah. could fly. You know why? I think but he he's loses the explosion. This? I think he's thinking this because he's on the field for Monday Night Football and he's seeing how bad football is in the NFL right now. Right, and he just watched. Tampa, Carolina. Right. And he watched that crap show. And he went, oh, dude, I could do this. I could be James Jones with a hoodie and get some yards out of this. Yeah, well, and and I think I, I did read a little of it yesterday. I mean, he's just talking about still struggling with the fact of not playing. I mean. That's real. It's You've real. talked about it. Yes. It's, How long did it I take still you to have get over a, it? I mean, two years. I don't know if I'm totally over it. I don't know if I'll ever be totally over it. Until most of the people I played with uh, or got drafted are out of the out of the league. Because then you're but like, they're still doing. I it. look at like Brandon Marshall, right? And I'm like, damn, Brandon's still playing. Man. Is there anyone that you've talked with when they retired that is still dealing with it? And it's or is that something that comes up in conversation with former players a lot? Well, I think not that I, we always it does go there at some point. I can't say that I've I, one sticks out as far as like struggling with it, but. Uh, I, I think the one thing you always hear that, like, at least when I talk to ex-players and everything, is you just miss the guys. Yeah. You, list, well, now you, you miss, got me, dude. You miss the Donald Trump locker room tuck. Man, I, you know what? Let's, Shannon let's, Sharp, we forgot him, too. Shannon Sharp, right. big 84. Right. Uh, did they ever talk like that in locker rooms? No. I mean, like, listen. Because what's funny is I said this to you before. The whole Richie Incognito bullying in a locker room and what the text messages were, people were like, that's locker room talk. Right. Gross male, like, testosterone, whatever. And then I asked you that today, and you said nobody talks like that. I I never heard anybody in my career, and I was with some bad mother efforts. Tampa Bay. Right. None of them ever said, oh, yeah, I grabbed her by the pussy. No, sorry. Didn't happen. Yep. Write that note down. You might down. need to write it down. If Josh not, forget gonna... it. You're the new producer. Show some balls, Steinmetz. <laughs> uh, 
But, yeah, that doesn't go on. Listen, the guys talk like that, I'm sure, but they would have been in their own little private corner of the locker room talking to the guys they know they can talk like that. Let me, so hold on. Swearing goes on in the locker room. Trash talking goes on in the locker room. Are you, is a guy every now and going, oh, yeah, yeah, you see this girl on the phone? I, I slept with her last night. He might right, show right, you right. whatever, a picture of her or whatever. Yeah. But where people going around going, oh, yeah, I'm, I got her last night and like got graphic about it. No, no. Uh, we're gonna have Howie Long in about 13 minutes. Um, oh, I the big blockhead is coming on. I don't think we're gonna ask him about that. I don't know who he's voting for. I think we. I know. would love to play the guess who this old former NFL player. Is I feel voting like for. every old NFL player is rooting for. Don- I mean, voting for Donald Trump. Uh, speak- I think it's their era. Well, I'll tell you what. There is one game this weekend that I think it's more about the storyline than it is the actual action. And that will be 49ers Bills. Colin Kaepernick getting the start. He's getting the game. I wanted to talk to you about this yeah. because I was curious. I know Rex Ryan is going to be very motivated. He knows that the national cameras, this game might lead broadcast because of Colin Kaepernick. It might go over a Falcon Seahawks or a Cowboys Packers because it's the visual of Colin Kaepernick putting a helmet on the fro right. and getting out there. Right. Now, he is going to be very motivated. He clearly has spoken out against Colin Kaepernick. He's going to try and draw up a game plan. But the players, I know that there's been some players that have found what Colin Kaepernick has done to be super respectful. But are they going to want to kill him even more to not be a sideshow? Or is there even a morsel of part of them where they go, this guy's really important for something else? There's zero chance, right? No, there's no chance. I think there is going to be a lot of guys that are going to really respect him. And I think you might see a lot of guys hit him really hard and then then actually help him up up and be like, pat him on the butt and whatever. So that's the the way of respect in football. It's I'm still going to hit you equally as hard, but I'm going to actually help you up this time. I I had, oh man, I'm going to blank on his name. He was a really good defense and... Team. Uh, it was the Bears, 2005. If, if I pulled up their roster, Alex no, it was opposite of Okafor, not Okafor, um, Alex Brown. Sorry. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Right. Um, I, I'm going to pull it up. But either way, I mean, this is just talk in the NFL. Like, he sacked me one time. He kind of held on to my jersey, and I was like, man, get you know, get the get the f off me, get off, get the, you know. And he started like, you, you know, you. You wuss, yes, whatever. you yeah. mother of you, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. And like five plays later, uh, you know, I knew he knew a few people. Uh, he knew I knew people on his defense. There was a few Texas guys over there. So yeah. he knew me. And a few plays later, he hit me again. He goes, hey, man, man, I'm, I'm sorry I talked to you like that before. I mean, That's he just so ripped funny. my head off. And he's like, I'm sorry about that. I, I didn't mean that one comment. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. And I was like, oh, dude, don't worry. Come on. That but, is so funny. But yeah, it goes on more than you would imagine. Um, what is realistic to expect out of Kaepernick? And do you think it... Because I think from what you've always told me and from what we're hearing in the NFL, Kaepernick is not fully healthy from all the offseason stuff. Right. I thought the quote from Chip Kelly saying, it's not Blaine's fault, we just need to do something, right. is a really scary quote because it's not Kaepernick has earned this right. It's not... The guy above him, it's, we just need to do something. They want to shake up. Um, I really worry that, look, if he performs really poorly, and he's up against one of the most attacking defenses in the NFL with one of the most incredible minds in the NFL, with a defensive line that's performing well and the leading sacker in the league right now in Lorenzo Alexander and a secondary that's playing really well, if Kaepernick embarrasses himself, 
this is going to be a narrative changer for this ongoing discussion we've had about anthems and stuff and who the leader of that movement is. I mean, if he gets embarrassed... If he gets embarrassed, people are, everyone's just going to go, well, well, I mean, if he wasn't worried about his protests and he worried about football, that's what's going to really happen. And if he gets embarrassed, now is when it could cost him the future career in football with another team who most likely you will not want to You said before that him. you thought he never had a career in football after this. Does your mind change on that at not all? Not really, no. I think really he had no career even to do even this year other than that San Francisco felt trapped in a corner that they couldn't cut him just because of this. Uh. But I think he would have been done if not even for that. Uh, they got to be concerned about what if him. He, what he if... hasn't been practicing well. You, you know, I know I said this to you early in the week. But, like, you know, I watched the Thursday Night Football game last week. My dad does the game. But before the game, Deion Sanders, you know, says, I think we, they should start him. They need the, the jump start, the offense. But he goes, damn, but my one concern is I did talk to a few guys on the team, and they just said, I wish he would care a little bit more. I wish he would be a little more emotionally invested in practice and care. Well, that's not a real ringing endorsement for no. a guy you'd like for the, the, the get in the game. So yeah. I'm I'm I am extremely. What intrigued. if he throws for three hundred? No, it's... oh, if that happens, yeah. What if he kills it? What I if, just can't what? imagine. I mean, their best wide receiver is Jeremy Curley. Okay, <sighs> and this Bills defense, they're they're good. Yeah, I know they lost Ronald Dar- Darby, but. They got a list of, I mean, a long list of good secondary players. That Nicole- it is, it's more and more incredible for me to realize how well the Bills are playing when I think of all of the injuries they had this offseason right, to both of their linebackers. There's, a, I mean, Marcel Darius hasn't even played yet. <laughs> no, right. Their best defensive player hasn't played yet. Yep. Actually, you know what? I wasn't planning on talking about the Bills, but. Did you notice when they fired the OC? Did Rex change the defense a lot? Well, I just feel like Rex got involved in the defense. I thought, I you know, I think you've well, heard me say this. What's the difference between a Rob defense and a Rex defense? Rex is just creative. It looks like Rex got in. Like the big thing with Rex is he, and this goes back to even my days working with New England, and he was the Jets head coach, and he was enemy number one. I mean, you knew that going into the New England facility. Like it's the Jet, it's Jet Week. Like you better be ready. It's Rex Ryan. And you would break down film of that defense with Rex, and you'd be like, hmm, wait, what is this safety doing? I'm not sure what coverage is this. Is he, like, playing a single safety defense where he's just the only guy? Or is he cheating over here to the X receiver and doubling him? Because he's turning like he's doubling, but the rest of the defense is playing like it's man-to-man. And it was just little things like that. And third downs where, okay, it looks like it's man-to-man again. Yeah, all of a sudden it's man-to-man, but it's like the safety and the tight end, and all of a sudden the dropping linebacker comes out, and he's covering the tight end from underneath. Yeah. Uh, it's just little things like that. I do think it's been more creative. And creative defenses that. is the, – the, my favorite game of the weekend is going to be Cowboys-Packers, mainly because, I've said this before, we're going to learn something. Right. We're going to learn the Packers' run defense is actually that good. We're going to learn how Dak does against creative defenses, and we're going to learn how good the Dallas defense is up against Aaron Rodgers. Right. Dak, Romo, let's get it out right now. Where do you stand? Like, who's better? Fine. Yeah, well, Ro- I mean... Uh, what does oh, Romo do? Sorry. What yes. does Romo do that Dak can't do? Maybe improvises a little bit, a little bit more as far as within the pocket to make that big pass play happen uh that would probably be the biggest thing but i would say that even that comes with playing like i prescott is capable of doing that they are who throws a better deep ball um, i would probably still say tony romo but it's not by much who is more valuable for the running game Ooh, that's where you go prescott 
Who is better at intermediate throws? Mm. They're both really good. I mean, I think if mm. man, it's that it's. I would almost go. It's a wash. I maybe would go with Tony Romo again, just because I've had more visual evidence of it over the years. Who would you trust more with one minute left? Ooh, I would still trust Tony Romo. Okay. Yeah. How big is the gap overall? Right. You put all that with Romo and Dak. Not not the gap is not that big. So that's is my question. But you, there's no effing way. There's no f-ing way. No effing way you bench Dak Prescott. No way. Here's what I'm saying. I know and you know that right now Romo is not ready to do this. Right. And that even if he is quote unquote ready in week eight. Right. So it goes Packers by Eagles. Right. even, Even if he's ready after that point they shouldn't make the change. But in week 12. Yeah. When Romo's healthy healthy. Right. And the gap isn't that big of a difference. Right. How much, because you always talk about how a bye derails a team. Yeah, right. Would this derail a team? Uh, it, it could. I, I really what think. What is the positive? That's my question. The positive is if the team is struggling and we get into week 12 and they previous week have lost to the Ravens, the Steelers, and maybe your Eagles two weeks before that, and all of a sudden the offense is struggling, then okay. It's if like, it's clicking. Don't mess with it. What if it's an average offense and it's the defense's problem? But if they're winning still, then I don't care. Don't mess with it. It, it, it. They have a nice formula right now. He is a legit NFL quarterback. There's no more questions to be answered. Having met Tony, and, how do you think he's? He, what do you think he's thinking on the uh, inside? And I don't want the canned athlete answer of everybody wants to be out there and doing well. No, no. I think he's a little jealous probably right now. I mean, just if I was in his shoes, yeah. I, I've thought about this. Jealous. I'm probably he's pro, he's happy they're winning. I bet you he wishes they were winning and like Prescott was throwing like two or three interceptions every so game. So you think he's rooting for picks? Uh, I mean, every now and then I wish he's. I bet you he's like, man, this is kind of going a little too. Do you smooth. think Jerry Jones likes Tony Romo that much loves that he him. makes these comments? Loves him. What do, what do you think about athletes feeling towards the phrase "you never lose your starting job to injury"? Do you think people love that in the NFL? Well, I, I think that's because every, they're the starters. Everybody tries to stay true to that, but. I mean, this is a realistic world, and if somebody else comes in and performs awesome, no, you don't get your job back. Just like what are the chances? I'm, I'm and like, I know this too. Just to add this yeah. for the, the listeners, yeah, I mean, from everything I've been told by people in Dallas, is he has Romo hasn't even started rehab yet. Like he's feeling good, he can lightly toss the football, but he hasn't like run or done anything to get his back stronger yet. So we're still four or five weeks away at least. I mean, how hard is it to have no preseason action, to have no regular season action, and to jump on in the middle of the year when everybody is full flame? Right. I think it's extremely hard. In fact, we saw it a little last year. I mean, remember last year he didn't play in the preseason? Yes. They they beat Miami in week one, but he didn't really play well. He made like two plays and they won the game. And yeah. The Dolphins weren't very good. Uh my my perception of that has been thrown off this year a little bit by Carson Wentz and Dak Prescott and these guys yeah. who have no experience and they just ball pa- out. Paxton made you. I mean, look, Paxton was not good. No, he was flustered. There was yeah. yes, it was it was over after the first two or three drives of the Cody game. Cody Kessler. <laughs> um, I but that's that's really hard. Is what are the odds that we just witnessed a Brady Bledsoe moment? And we didn't even realize it because we had no like it's it's yeah. just like Brady. It took us five six games to realize it with Brady. You could, I mean, can you imagine like what if you hadn't done a podcast Bled- in a year and then all of a sudden they said come in and host oh, a like I know you would get it done. I'm a stallion, but so. you but you would still be like 
man, I'm a little rusty, or you yeah. get over. Like, I mean, imagine playing quarterback with all those variables. But that's what I'm saying is like, even if Romo comes back full strength and he's ready to rock and roll, right? I mean, how much better is he than Dak anyway? Yeah, it's not much. No. I love Romo, right? But what Dak is doing right now is incredible. It's amazing. Um, I know he's going outside right now to get Howie, so I want to kind of start this conversation. He. Steinmetz. <laughs> um, Brian Hoyer. Yeah. Another quarterback situation right yeah, now. Yeah, right. You, you think it's done for Cutler? I do. I don't think there's any more situation. I mean, listen, we'll see when where he's at health-wise, but Hoyer has been amazing. Their offense has been better with Hoyer. Uh, just the decision-making process, uh, the, the throws, the accuracy. I mean, he moves enough. He's not as strong armor as the athlete Jay Cutler is. And I, you know I like Jay Cutler, but... Uh, I do think that they have turned the page on Jay Cutler in Chicago. They're going to try to find a new quarterback next year, mm. and they're going to determine whether they want Hoyer to be that stopgap type of guy for the rest of this year and early next year if they do get a first-round type of franchise QB. All right, I want to turn the page and bring on the sexiest man on pregame television, Howie Long, the coolest dude that I really miss talking to, number 75 in your playbooks, number one in your heart. Howie, how you feeling, brother? I thought you were going to say Phil Sims was the sexiest. <laughs> oh no, no! You you were you were talking under two eighty. Yes. yes. <laughs> How you feeling, man? How you been? You know, today's good. Uh, had a good workout. Cleaned the garage. Watch a little film. Trying to figure some things out. Um, wait, wait. Out here in Arizona, oh. it's about ninety degrees. Oh, you're in the uh, the grotto out in Arizona right now. Yeah, how yeah, is that? Yeah, <laughs> hey. I'll tell you what, I you told me what a grotto was when I was a kid growing up. Jeez. <laughs> hey, wait, so uh, you made that comment. How much do you weigh right now? I'd like to start off with that. Are you 265. over 265? Two... Okay, 265. Man, you're still... My, bone, my bones weigh 210. Definitely. <laughs> you are, uh, uh, with, with not disrespecting you, you're definitely part caveman. I know that. I mean, Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, and, and it's kind of like, it, like Kyle's kind of <clears throat> just on a... He came off a bigger assembly line. I'm kind of like uh, the Range Rover Sport. He's, he's the full Range Rover extended. Right. Uh, he's got the same bone structure. Yeah, all right. So then when you go get a workout in, I want to know, I mean, what, what are we doing for a workout, and can you still push some weight around? Like, can you still bench some, some pounds? No. I, you know what? I was never a bench guy. I, I was always kind of like, bring me the guy that benches 500 pounds, and I'll throw him on the ground. Right, right. Um, I, 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 have always kind of felt like, you know, you either had that kind of roll out of bed country strength right. or you don't. Right. <clears throat> and I was fortunate. I do. I can, I can still lift a ton of weight with my legs. That's what I was say. You, uh, you were on the all legs and butt team. I mean, yeah, I, you know, my problem, the problems that I have are all from the waist up. It's neck, it's shoulder needs to be replaced. Uh, I've had the back done. I've had the neck done, elbow, tricep, two, three-hand heels. Uh, but so for me, it's really, it's, it's what it's about is trying to just keep, I'm like a 66 Cadillac. You just got to start me every two days. <laughs> All right, so I got one more question, and I apologize because I know you probably get asked about this stuff a lot, but 
I know I that. Wear box, I wear boxers. Okay, really? <laughs> that's, that's what you were wondering, right? No, but now I have questions. Why would you wear boxers? Boxer briefs are like the greatest thing ever. Boxers, yeah. it's just everywhere. I got no control. Yeah. Um, no, my, my... Hey, hey, Terry Bradshaw still wears those tidy whities like you know, your him. grandpa wore. Yeah, oh, man. Keep it tight. Gosh. Keep it right. That's a bad image. You're in a dressing room with him for 23 years. It's like, oh. <laughs> what is that? Um, my, my question is, I know that when I find... A barber, I'm loyal to a fault. My question is: Is have you had the same barber for like decades now? Like, who is it? Who well, is this the person? Prob- the prob- the problem with true barbers is, you know, and it's like anything else. He's a salon a, guy. You know, th- th- there's a cycle to it, you know. And <clears throat> my barber's back in Virginia. The guy I went to for years. He, you know, he got he got diabetes. He got sick, and you know, and then the gentleman who owned the shop, you know his hand was shaken like you know and if you screw up a shorter haircut there's really nowhere to go so i've kind of moved around a little bit uh there's a russian gal here and uh that works at a barber shop here in in arizona that nice. i go to here um, good good scouting got, there that's a good job by i you found a good guy in charlottesville uh montana got a good gal up in big fork Wow, you go uh, everywhere. I find one spot, and then I don't change. I got a, I have an Asian woman. No, no, I've got hair. one spot for everywhere where we go. Right. Oh, jeez. How you often know, do you I'm get haircuts? Virginia, like every I'm week? In, I'm in Montana, and I'm in Arizona, so and I get my hair cut every, golly, week and a half, two weeks. Man, keep it right. That's he what I'm saying. Fresh. If, if ha- I can't imagine. The reason the guy's hand was shaking, because he knew if he messed up at all, <laughs> Howie Long, no, 265 plus, plus is going to start. I mean, you know, it's. It's just like watching an old player, you know. It's it's kind of yeah. you know, you know. I knew you when you were great. Yeah, right. Uh, I know. You and, it, and it happens that you know it's it's like my old boss Al Davis used to say: the only the only the only fight I can't win is time. Yeah, that and, and death. That's yeah, it. it um, uh, Howie, so we were just talking about the Bears. Uh, first of all, want to give a shout I take out the fifth. Yeah. Well, no, uh, one thing that Sims said when he came in the other day was, man, I'll tell you what, that interior line of the Bears right now of sitting long and white hair has got it going on, and I really like yeah, Hoyer the, what's going the, on. Yeah, the inside three are pretty good. They are. Uh, and, and you know, you got to give the young guy a lot of credit for <clears throat> stepping in. And, uh, you know, if it, it's interesting because we always talk about how not NFL ready. A lot of guys are coming from you know schemes where they never put their hand on the ground. They never huddle up. Right. They can't tell you an under front from an over wide front. Uh, they they can't root you out on third and short because they haven't had their hand on the ground. Right. Um, there are a few programs, even though the program he came from you know, does a lot of that stuff, they're really well coached. Kansas State, uh, Bill Snyder, yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, he's one of those coaches that, you know, you could just tell players that come from from him. You know, they, they're a reflection of, of how they coach there. And, and I, I think players are always a reflection of the coaching. I, I really do. I'm a big believer in that. Uh, I agree. Uh, my question is, you don't have to weigh specifically on this, but as a defensive player, when there's a more talented quarterback physically that maybe isn't the best glue guy and makes some mistakes versus the executing the playbook guy, from a defensive standpoint, how, how, where, where does that go? Which one does, it, does resonate more with a team? 
Uh, you know, I, which one resonates more with if I'm on the team? Yeah, right. Yes. Right. Uh, you know, I, I think you, you want to, you, you certainly don't want to be put in a situation where you're <clears throat> not specific to any team. I'm saying this is me as a defender. Yeah. Having played on teams that, you know, we, we, we were, we were trying to find the next Jim Plunkett for, you know, 10 years. Uh, you know, the final stretch of my career was a number of different quarterbacks. And <clears throat> if you're, if you're opening the game up, let's say you open the game up, up in Seattle at the kingdom, this is years ago. And, you know, they kick off to you, you know, you, you fumble the kickoff. They've got the ball on the five yard line. Let's say you hold to a field goal. They kick off again. They're backed up inside the 10. The crowd noise is bad. The next thing you know, you're down ten nothing before the game even starts, uh, and and that's one example. That's that's a difficult way to start a team for for a game for a defender. Another way is if your offense is constantly making not constantly making mistakes, but making mistakes in bad situations, and rather than just keep. For example, you know teams that have great defenses typically have offenses that play to the strength of that defense. Like right. the Vikings and, right now. And yeah. they, they win a lot of close games. You know, and, and I'll give you an example. Prior to this year, Minnesota yeah. was a great example of that. Let's just let's run the ball. Let's hit some plays on special teams. <clears throat> let's play great defense, and let's do that. And then Sam comes in, and the next thing you know, it's like a wide receiver you've never heard of in your life. Huh. Has got 140 yards, and you know you're down three offensive linemen. Adrian Peterson's out. Um, you know Boone has been a big pickup for them, but that's a great example of you know how valuable. If you don't have a guy at that position, you know, with the exception of the Bears defense in '85, or you know, you can fill in the blank of great defenses. Denver last year, <clears throat> where Peyton at the end of the year was literally just getting in and out of the right play, working the clock, squeezing every conceivable, you know, checking to the bubble run, you know, whatever he could do to keep it close. The exciting thing for Minnesota now is with Sam, who I think Norv can recognize some of the accuracy. And, you know, it might be blasphemy to say, and I, I said this when, and I, I know your pop kind of, your pop and Boomer kind of laughed at me when I said it, I thought Sam Brad, the Sam Bradford pickup could be the equivalent of the, be he, him being the Jim Plunkett of this generation. Ooh, I like Number it. one pick, Heisman Trophy winner, goes to New England, right. gets the crap beat out of him. And, and anyone who watched football, and, and not too many people watched St. Louis in Sam's early years, he took, you a know, beating. and I said this, a biblical beating. Yes. You know, it was an, an A-gap beating, you know, <laughs> right. not – Wow. Not around the corner, you know, any quarterback will tell you, I don't care if you're John Wayne. If I hit you in the mouth or in the rib cage or, God forbid, in the knees enough, you're going to start to flinch. Yes, right. You're going to start to look down. You're going to start to do things that you don't want to do. And Sam took a really bad beating and then had a bad break. So I, I look at Plunkett in New England, takes a terrible beating, wins the Heisman, first pick in the draft gets cast off, goes to San Francisco, gets cast off again, similar to Sam. Then all of a sudden, 
gets a break. Al Davis picks him up. They win two Super Bowls. He's a Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> and and in my mind, when you look at Jim Plunkett's playoff record, and here's another one. Right. Why is Jim Plunkett not in the conversation for the Hall of Fame? Thank you. I say it all the time. He's the most underrated quarterback in the history of football. Nobody talks what's about Cliff, him. Br- what's Cliff Branch's yards per catch average right. in playoff games? Right. It's over 20. Yeah. I'm with you, man. I, I even say it to Jim Plunkett when I've done a few Raiders games. He's the most underrated quarterback in the history of football. Number two is Phil Simms. Uh, but- oh, well, your, your pop, you know, I, that's a whole nother conversation. You know, people don't value that kind of guy enough. You know, and, and people didn't value Terry, really. Right, Terry won right. four Super Bowls. Terry did what Terry was asked to do. Yes, right. But then you look at the big games. How did those guys play in big games? Yep. Jim Plunkett played great in big games. Your pop played great in big games. And Terry played great in big games. Two-time, I think he's a two-time Super Bowl MVP, league MVP. Whenever they needed to get it done and they needed to step it up, yes. he did it. Yes, he definitely he did. did it. All right, I got a good one here for you, just applying to modern-day football. I want you to rank these three teams. I'm going to give you three def- defenses. I want you to. I want Howie Long's, which ones you would like, the Seattle Seahawks, the Minnesota Vikings, the Denver Broncos. I would love to hear your one through three out of that. That's a good question, Chris Sims. <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you what, there, there are three very different groups. Yeah. I'd say Denver and Minnesota are more similar than dissimilar um von miller's the greatest home run hitter in the game right now yeah no doubt uh where maybe the batting average is not great but inevitably he's gonna he's gonna put one over the fence right right and and usually it's it's at the end of half end of game when things are key and and wade with those corners and those safeties his ability to kind of you know, be aggressive, you know, understanding what he has on the backside. Now, last week, obviously, Atlanta had a, a, the perfect game plan versus right. Denver's defense. And those <clears throat> those two running backs, they look like wide receivers. Yes, they are. You know, the one in particular looks a lot yeah, like a wide receiver. Tevin right, Tevin so Golden. I would say if I were ranking the three right now, yep. I know it's I'm gonna tough. Say Minnesota, I'm going to say Minnesota. Wow, you're going to take Minnesota one. I'm going to take Minnesota one. Seattle is, you know what Seattle is? Seattle's, Seattle's boring. <laughs> They've been doing it so long at such a high level. And, and the one thing that everyone should be judged by They've led the league for four straight years. Is it four? Yeah. In, in points allowed per game. Four straight years. Are you freaking kidding me? Hmm. It's, it's unbelievable. Michael, and you and I, I think we've had this conversation before. Michael Bennett is one of the most, you know, forget about what they say and what they do. You know, the Bennett brothers can play. Yes, they you can. Know, they can both play. And now, you know, am, am I inviting them to the second grade, you know, uh, show and tell? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, and I, and I like, and, and I, I've really gotten to know, I don't know Michael as well. Uh, Martellus, I've gotten to know through his time in Chicago and and now his time in New England, and I like him a lot. I, I don't always agree with what he says, but I I like him a lot, and I think he's a hell of a football player. But I, I think Seattle 
what they do defensively um, and have done for a long, long period of time is is really amazing. But I, I think what Minnesota does now is they've got they've got a lot of really big freak of nature kind of guys. Yes, that they can do multiple things with. You know, it's like bar. I call them iceberg players or elevator players. You know, they're on floor two and there's still four stories to go. Right. You know, there are guys that um, they're so fast, so athletic. Their closing speed is so good. Um, that's probably why I, I would give – I might give Minnesota a bit of a – you know, you look at Hunter. You look at – you look at Yeah, Everson uh, Griffin. Bar. Right. Linval yeah, Joseph and, and, is the biggest And they come ever. in waves. And then I sit down and I look at film. I remember last year I was sitting down looking at film and I was trying to, I was trying to get a bead on their blitz package. <clears throat> this is before their front was playing as well as they're playing now, right. you know, across the board. And they, they've got depth. And it was, they just came from so many different directions. Uh, it, it, it's complicated. I would think that if, if I want to play someone, if I'm on offense, if I want to play someone, I want to play the sim- I, I want to know it's the simplest team. It's you and me. It's like it's like an Oklahoma drill. Right. It's you and me. I know what you're doing defensively. That's what makes us special is the fact that Seattle, we just line up in what we do and we just play you. Yes. And we think we're better than you are. Right. And I I respect that. That was our our defense was like that. Our cornerbacks never got in the huddle. I mean, we were in cover 1 or cover 3 all the time and if we ran one blitz a game and it was the same blitz we ran in the super bowl versus joe theisman second and seven backed up joe washington screen pass they had beaten us earlier in the year up in washington with that very play at the end of the we first half right we substitute matt millen for, with jack squirek jack squirek's uh what we called uh i don't know what you call it but we called it green dog you know where he just he's really locked on spying joe washington and we ran a jet rip blue slash i slam inside ted hendricks comes inside mike davis comes off the corner the strong safety blitz off the corner and we got pressure he faded through it touchdown game over those that's that's to me what makes seattle so special is they're just saying here it is we're, we're lining up, and we're going to whip your ass. And that's great. With Minnesota, it's more the complexity, all the things, the different things they can do with the personnel they have. Uh, they're very creative. Uh, that's what makes them difficult. Yeah, it's a cool conversation we're having regardless because it's a year where we actually have three, like, game-changing type defenses in the league all at once. So, uh, all right. I, so, right. yep, that's, that's a good one. All right, so that's it for the day. We're done with you. We have no more use for you, Hall of Fame <laughs> defensive tackle. Uh, hey, I got a whole bunch of stuff that's of no use to anybody and I never get to say on TV. Well, so anytime it, you want me, just let me know. Uh, we will definitely take you up on that offer because we, uh, we love to have you on here to spew yeah, your, I mean, your if intelligence. Me and, if me and Sims could fly out to the grotto and just hang out for a day, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you get out here to the desert, just let me know. Come on up. I miss you guys. All, All right, thanks, you too, man. You're the best. You're the man, Howie. See you, man.
Uh, Howie's so cool, man. He is. I, we, look, we've, we've laughed about Howie before because we really do think that he's there by himself watching game film yes. of so many teams, and he's on TV, and he talks for a total of like three minutes. Right. And he has so much stuff to talk about. Yeah. That if, I really believe, like if he went to an ESPN or something like that where they had so much programming to fill. He'd be perfect. He'd be perfect. Yes. But he, he, that's, it's so funny. I mean, I've never seen you draw on the outside of your notebook right, before. Right, right. <laughs> I drew on mine because he just goes. Yeah. Because he's so excited to talk about football. Yes. I mean, the, and also, you know when he starts talking about plays and you can he you could tell that he can re-visualize? Right. Is that like you too? You start talking about plays? Definitely, and, yeah. It just comes into your head. I mean, it's branded in there forever. I you mean, think those are the top three, no doubt? Uh, where, where does Buffalo, where does Philadelphia, where do the Ravens defenses, uh, where does the Rams defense uh, go? Where's the Patriots defense go into this discussion? Yeah, they're they're close in the discussion. I would probably say your Eagles are probably the next team I would say that are kind of in that discussion. Jets, Cardinals. Uh, but I, I I think yes, it's those three. I mean mm. those those three. He can, didn't even mention the Broncos. Did you notice that? Well, I know, I know. I know. So he see what things. The reason that I like him right. talking about the Vikings is I think the <laughs> Vikings are the perfect mix of size and speed. Right, and I think they're also the perfect mix of bland and simple, like we're yes. in Seattle, but also we have a few creative blitzes like Denver. Yeah, and I, you're right. I think Denver is more. I, I look at Seattle, and it's, I feel like it's more speed based. Right, and um, yeah, Denver's going to let up yards every now and then. Yes, that's just the way they are because they take chances. But they, I also feel like that Denver has the best playmakers. Exactly, and that's what he's doing too. He's going to force you to be. We're going to get Von Miller one on one with one of your pass like playmakers. I'd go We're Denver, let Seattle, keep... Minnesota. Run stoppers, I'd go Minnesota, Seattle, Denver. Oof. Minnesota is definitely number one. Yes, and they're run stopping. Yes, I would go Minnesota. Defend, yeah, I would go de- Seattle too because defending a star wide receiver mm, who's number one. Yeah, I'm going with I'm going with Denver there. Okay, you think Tlaib's Ooh, the best? I don't know. That's tough. Richard Sherman, man. And Xavier Rhodes has been damn good himself. Yeah. Uh, I do think Akib Tlaib, the, the combination of the three they have is the best. I mean, they have the... Chris Harris is balling right now. Playing really well. And, of course, uh, the other kid on the other side... Uh, I Bradley say, Roby? Yeah, Bradley Roby. I was yeah. going to say Nikel. Uh Yeah, they, they, they got it going on. I mean, I, I like watching Denver's defense the most on How film. Come? Uh, because I enjoy seeing some of the different things they do every week. And yeah, where I can imagine Minnesota's defense gets boring to watch. Oh, oh two guys little, in the A-gap, and they're bringing this guy and that guy? A okay. little bit, right, a little bit. What is Seattle's like to watch? Seattle's is boring schematically, but uh, amazing physically. That's yeah. where it is. You, just, you about, turn it on, and you go, damn, they just look like they're moving a little faster than everybody else. I think else. when I watch Seattle and Denver, I always feel like it's it's two teams that are almost thinking they're playing offense. Like they're <laughs> both upfield so much. Right. Minnesota's kind of like you have the tiniest gap to try and fit this in. Mm-hmm. Good luck trying to do it. Right. Uh, one guy that tried to do it was Eli. Um, where are you with Eli right now? Uh, Eli stinks right now. 
I mean, plain and simple. I mean, uh, you know, he's getting a free pass. I don't get it. That, that would be my big what issue. What other quarterbacks have gotten free passes? Uh, what other quarterbacks have gotten free passes? Because you guys talked about Plunkett. He got the opposite of a free pass. Yeah, I mean, that, he, that's what I look at is almost the opposite guys that don't get free passes, and why does Eli get it? I mean, like Joe Flacco doesn't get a free pass. Like Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck is playing out of his freaking mind right now. Yes. I think he's playing the position better than anyone in the NFL. Right. And he had a quote that just came out where he took the blame for the offense right. by saying that he's holding on to the ball too long. Where if anybody watches them, you know that it's the offensive line stinks and there's not a lot of talent other than T.Y. Hilton right now because of injury. Mm-hmm. But no, he's going to take the blame, but no one's even putting any blame on Eli. None. He's, right. the, he's the worst quarterback, starting quarterback in the NFC East right now. He's definitely... I mean, he's the 20th ranked quarterback just as far as quarterback rating is concerned. And that, I know I don't, I'm not a total quarterback rating guy, but uh, yeah, he, as far as playmakers go, when we talk about the upper echelons of quarterbacks, I mean, no, he's not making nearly as many plays. I'm just saying physically, we'll just say if it's the same play and they're all getting the same coverage and the same protection, he's not even, of course, Matt Ryan, I'm going through quarterbacks just at the top. Matt Ryan, Sam Bradford, who are not even huge playmakers, but are making them right now. Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger, Carson Wentz, Derek Carr. Uh, you go Matt Stafford, Russell Wilson. Drew Brees would be another guy that gets a pass sometimes because his stats are good. It doesn't matter if he goes 2-14. and 14, I don't know how cares. to evaluate Drew Brees because his stats are always good, but like I feel like the passes are easy, but like he's running the offense better than a lot of people would. It's the hardest position, I think, to evaluate because – the, as you used to call it, the inventory of plays right. is such an advantage for guys right. like that. Yeah. But Eli never has the inventory of plays. No. Whether it's by coaching changes, Drew Brees is at the same guy, Tom Brady's had yeah. the same guy. I mean, he had the same guy for the first, until just this last three years with yeah. Gilbert. So, I mean, he Gilbert. had, and that offense did like a lot of New England stuff. That's kind of the terminology they were. But yeah, Eli's just not that physically gifted ever, and, yes. let, and that, let alone now at his age. It's I have one down. more question before we start doing top five quarterbacks and all that stuff. Yeah. Hopefully you're ready for that. Ew. Are the Texans good? Uh, yes, the Texans are good. Um, are the Texans great? No. Uh, I, I have not watched that film yet um, from Minnesota Texans, but they have some deficiencies on offense. I mean, uh, Osweiler, like we've said all summer and everything, to give him $38 million guaranteed is f-ing ridiculous, okay, for seven games. Uh, so there is going to be that issue. He was extremely inconsistent from what I saw just on um, watching the game on TV on Sunday. And I do think the defense is good. I do. I'm not backing down from that. I think it's a good secondary. Uh, I just think they had a little bit of a lackluster performance. Minnesota went on the first drive, scored a touchdown. I think it was the second drive, got a touchdown again, go up 14 nothing. The game kind of stayed as a stalemate for a while, if you remember. And then they had the big 75-yard punt return mm. that made it like 21-0. It was like game over. Mm. But uh, I do think we're going to see continue to see games of crap offense from them Man. every now and then. They, they are. What do you do when you have that much money allocated to a guy that you know is not worth it? Well, I, I don't know the full details of the contract, but I'm sure there will be a way they can maybe wiggle out of it next year, if not next year, the year How after. How can we have a league where they weren't even able to meet the guy before they signed him? Yeah, well, again, though, this, this, that was their fault. 
Because they rushed it. Right. Like, they were in panic mode. Like, oh, we got to get rid of Brian Hoyer right now and get our, our franchise quarterback to shape the, the way our team is. Oh, yeah, if you didn't rush it, you might have got Sam Bradford, like, a few weeks later. Mm. I mean, you don't know. There could have been a lot of things, but they just couldn't help it. Hey, they had Brian Hoyer. And their offense just is not creative enough. I mean, you know me all year. How is all that possible? I Bill said, O'Brien is Mr. Belichick offense. He is New England basic, and he was only there for a few years, and that's what he is. He's New England basic. To compare Bill O'Brien or George Gossie to Josh McDaniels, would, I don't even know what the comparison is. Josh McDaniels is like Einstein, and these guys are just like some underlings that can do some good just math. Just another example of someone leaving the Patriots and just... You just don't got all the tools. Yeah, I mean, Bill's good, and that offense can certainly win in the NFL. But, yeah, you're going to need the right players and quarterback. I always said all year, I think it's we'll see Tom Savage at some point. I mean, I said it all preseason. You did. All so right, we'll it's time for Top 5 Quarterbacks with Chris Sims. Oh, no. <laughs> Number 5. Do you need a second? I do. All right, as you're coming out with your list, um, I am, what's really funny, I just realized this, the place I'm staying in Denver for this wedding this weekend right. is the Great Grotto. It's, that's what this guy calls his place. What part of uh, Denver are you going to be in? Because I lived out there. Cap Hill, downtown Pennsylvania Street. I think I know exactly where that is. Yeah. Yeah, Cap Hill. I'm getting down. I think it's like a new little trendy area. Uh trendy area that was kind of like on the rise when I was living there. Did you ever go like hikes when you were in Denver? We would go to the mountains every now and then. I don't ski, but we went out into the mountains and like... You don't ski? I don't. Never learned how to ski. How many times have you been invited skiing in your life and been like, sorry, I don't ski? Oh, a lot. I've gone up to the mountains though probably four times. And just, just, I'm there for like three days and I just hang out. That's what and, I do because I don't go skiing either. Right. And I do the same thing with golf. I just go and drink. Yeah, I, I get it. I went... Uh, one of the coolest things... How I do you not ski? You're like... You're like Mr. White Guy. Well, when your dad's an NFL quarterback and his career can be ruined by skiing, then he doesn't take you on ski trips either. Can you guys ride bikes? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it's last time I checked, bike isn't quite as dangerous as skiing. <sighs> I'm trying to think of what else is there. <laughs> Do you ever go, like, jet skiing? Mm, I mean, jet skiing, yes. I owned two jet skis when I was in Tampa there. I had them right in my back. That was awesome. But go water skiing? Yeah. I mean, I can do it. It's been a long time. Did you ever go bungee since... jumping? Now? Definitely. Would you ever jump out of a plane? I kind of want to, yeah. I was actually talking about this with my daughter. We should do a Sims and Lefko segment where we discuss football as we're free-falling. Oh, my gosh. Jump out of the plane? We'll do top five quarterbacks while jumping out of a plane. That would be nerve-wracking. You ready to go? I'm ready. Let's do it. And now it's top five quarterbacks with Chris Sims. Number five. Number five. You know who he is. I think you think he's the best quarterback Carson in football. Carson Wentz. Ah, sorry. Andrew, Andrew Luck. Luck. Yeah. Andrew Luck's number five? I'm going to put him at number five. Yeah. I mean, And I'm, they won? Right. Right. Yeah, it was the Bears. I'm not, oh, oh my gosh. He beat them. Well, talk, tell everyone how great but he was. He was <laughs> phenomenal. Uh, Andrew Luck is starting to play like Aaron Rodgers, in my oh, opinion. Oh, say word. Uh, he really is. I mean, you, you, what does that mean? That means that when nobody's open, he realizes, oh, crap, my offense stinks. And if I don't scramble around for seven seconds to try to find people open, we'll never get a first down. So that's what I guess I have to do now. I'm going to run around like a chicken with his head cut off. Do you think that's what his, the voice in his head sounds like? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, man, this is nerve-wracking. No, but he's probably like been like, oh, I think I'm going to have to be like Aaron Rodgers. Do you think Andrew Luck, when he gets home, sits down and goes, man, why is nobody helping me? Or do you think even in his alone time, he's like, they're going to pick it up. They're going to be great. 
I think he's, yeah, ultra positive. I don't think he lets those uh, bad thoughts even kind of creep into his head. If him and Carson Wentz played checkers, it would be the corniest thing ever. <laughs> They'd be like, well, more like checkmate. <laughs> All right, number four. Number four. His name is Big, and his ben, last name ben, is Ben. Ben, Ben, yeah, ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, big. Ben, 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 Ben. Ben, ben Roethlisberger. Ben. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. He was good? I mean, the Jets? Yes. Uh, I mean, Ben is the most explosive throwing quarterback in the game right now. His ability mm-hmm. to take those shots down the field. Uh, again, they have a great blend of, you know, they have a few plays where they can just throw it out of their hand, and he gets it out, and they throw a screen or whatever it is, a real quick throw. But then he's just got a great feel of, oh, no, it's third and nine, and I'm going to sit here in the pocket all day long and yeah. wait for somebody to come open. And he's been on a point with his downfield throwing. Uh, and it's not just Antonio Brown. You know, um, Sammy Coates is in the top ten in the NFL in receiving. So people Crazy. better use it. Yeah. I got a question after this. Let's right. move to number three. We go in. A-Rod. 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 a a-Rod. A-Rod. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, baby. Aaron Rodgers was on fire the other night. I know he threw two interceptions. The first one, not really his fault. Went right through Jordy Nelson's hands, just popped in the air. They're going to blow the Giants out if that doesn't happen right there. I think it was 14 nothing at the time, and they were on, what, maybe the 12, 15. But Aaron Rodgers, I'll tell you the thing. I don't even think you and I have talked about this. This is the one thing I saw this week with Aaron Rodgers that was amazing. Aaron Rodgers actually dropped back, took a five-step drop, took a hitch, and threw the ball on time with rhythm a few times, which I thought was very encouraging. Coming off the bye week, mm. I'm sure they were a little like, hey, listen, you got to trust it a little bit more. There are guys open a little more than you're giving it credit for because they're not open a lot. But he did that, and the offense was different. They really were. And really? They definitely were. So Something we'll to keep pay that. attention to. Number two. Number two. Man, the go to A-Rod, new guy. Who's the A-Rod new guy? Derek Carr, number oh, two. Oh, man, number two. Yeah, Derek Carr, man. Baller. Uh, yeah, Derek Carr. Uh, I mean, you, we talk about Big Ben, Andrew Luck. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, of course, is awesome, but he doesn't have to be, like, statistically awesome for their team to win. Derek Carr has to. Exactly right, and I put stock into that. I mean, Derek Carr, if he doesn't throw for 300 yards and have, like, three or four completions that are like 20-plus yard completions, 40-plus yard completions, then they're not capable of winning the football game. Uh, and Amari Cooper, Crabtree, whew, they're the, they are such good route runners. That's the other thing I take away from it. Man, the, the, I enjoy watching the Raiders a lot. Really? Yeah. And number one. It's not going to be Carson Wentz. No. It's not going to be Marcus Mariota. It's not going to be Jameis Winston. It's got to be TB12. TB12. Was he that TB12. good? Uh, I, I, again, yes. You know when you watch the Patriots and it's so easy that you don't want to give them any credit? Well, I just did a rant and just said, like, it's, it's Wednesday afternoon and for three days straight, all I see on every sports channel is Tom Brady. Like, that he just beat the Steel Curtain his first game back and threw for 400 yards. Oh, wait, they're the Here he goes against time. That's typical Sims bashing Brady. No, I just could, I'm, just I'm just trying to keep be the guy that keeps it real out in the world. It was I mean, the 0-5 Browns. Right. It's one of the worst pass defenses in football. Like, do you not think Jimmy Garoppolo would have thrown for 400 yards? Do you not think Jimmy Garoppolo would have hit wide-open Gronks and Martellus Bennett's? 
Jimmy Garoppolo threw for 235 yards and three touchdowns and played a quarter and a half against the Dolphins, and their pass defense is better than the Browns. Mm. So I just get sick of the crap. It I was amazing imagine. nonetheless. I, don't get me wrong. It was amazing. All right, so uh, this, this just happened. Kaepernick just negotiated, I guess, it's a one-year deal now, and it's right. going to be a player option for 2017. Oh, a player option, but it becomes what? That he now, it's not fully guaranteed for injury, right? Next year, I think that was what I was reading. Includes zero guaranteed money. Because right, I'm sure they were like, man, we're going to play him. He's not even totally healthy. He's going to get hurt, and he's gonna, we're going to owe him $13 million for next year. Exactly. Uh, uh, why right. would he do that? Why? I don't get it. But so now he has the player option for right. 2000? He had all the leverage. Like, so I, I, don't, I, would like to, I, I don't know those details, but, yeah, that's just odd to me. So now he has the player options where he can just say, I want to come back and I'm on the team? I, I guess so. But they can still cut yeah, they you. Can still cut them, doesn't yeah. mean anything. Uh, three teams guaranteed to lose. Can you do that? Can you remember who you said earlier? Uh, yeah. I all mean, right. Guaranteed just, to lose. Let me just at least... <laughs> I just want to pull up the list because I have five teams. Minutes, that was me. Guaranteed to lose. That is so annoying. Hey, Sims. Who do you think is guaranteed to lose? Okay, let's go with an easy one. Number one, guaranteed to lose. Who? Oh, hey. Uh, hey, uh, your uh, name uh. is Cincinnati. Hey. And you ain't naughty gonna win. Nope, nope, nope. You're taking on Brady. Uh, yeah. He just might have a baby. <laughs> the Bengals are in trouble. We hate to burst your bubble. <laughs> there goes Cincinnati. They are gonna lose. You in trouble, Cincinnati. Line is nine. Line is nine, and I like New England. He just talked about how New England just beat up on the steel curtain. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't beat anybody, but they'll destroy this other team that's in the top 15. Uh, oh, no. Not saying that. That's not what I said. See, looky, you're such a media guy now. You just paraphrase. Right. Media left go. <laughs> Second team. Guaranteed to lose. Let's just sing our song together. Jay. No. No, I wasn't going to go there. Oh. I like our Miami song better. <laughs> Bienvenido a Miami. Welcome to Miami. You're going to lose another week. Yes, it's oh. Pittsburgh. Hey. They're black and yellow, black, black and, and yellow. yellow. Wiz Khalifa can play quarterback and beat you guys. Uh, yeah. Oh, I read this today. So they cut Billy Turner and Dallas Thomas. Right. Billy Turner has been picked up by the Baltimore Ravens. But okay. Ryan Tannehill's quote was, it's sending a message to the team. <laughs> I love that. The team is sick of watching me get killed. So we're going we're gonna to take away people that could protect me more. Right. But now, I re- now everyone knows that losing in the NFL is unacceptable. Yeah, right, right. Now we know that they'll just Now us. we know if you don't block, you will get fired. Even though you're an offensive lineman, you're, if you don't block, you get fired. Unbelievable. Jeez, uh, yeah, and good luck with that, dealing with new offensive linemen with Pittsburgh coming to town. At least Cam Hayward's not playing. Exactly. All right, so you're going uh, Cincinnati, right. Miami, right. and... And we got. I only get to do three on here. Huh? This, yeah. is, this is the tough one, uh, but I know who I'm going with. Go. Let's do it. The third team. Guaranteed to lose. San Francisco. I'm going to San Francisco. If you're going to San Francisco. And the Bulls Bills are going to beat that beat yes. that butt. Yeah, the Bills are going to beat that butt for sure. I, I don't see how the offense is going to be any better with Kaepernick compared to Gabbert. Like, I'm sick Ooh, of, and Darius coming back. I, right, and I'm, I'm just sick of that talk, too. Like, they think, like, oh, Gabbert, when he kept the ball in the reaction, he got 10, but Kaepernick's going to keep it and get 12. That'll Man. be the difference of the game. 
I mean, Gabbert's a phenomenal athlete. Kaepernick's not much faster than than Gabbert. Yeah. So I don't understand. I, I want to see it, yes, as a fan, but that defense is going to be ready to stop it. Uh, you do you do know who is leading the NFL in sacks right now? Lorenzo Alexander, right. a 33-year-old journeyman linebacker that spent most of his time on special teams. There you go. That's and why has they pay blossomed you. under Rex. Yes. And the other guy that they picked up in free agency, mainly as a stopgap, because Reggie Ragland and those guys got hurt. Zach, Zach Brown. Brown has been yes. playing phenomenal. Always been a phenomenal athlete. Kind of yes. had the looks like Tarzan plays like Jane yes. aura about him, but he's starting to play like Tarzan too. All right, so while Sims's pick are guaranteed, uh, I forget who you picked last week. I didn't ask Frederick. Our picks last week, we all picked the same five teams. We went two and three. Right. Um, Man, I, I lost all the – I mean, I, I was like nine, four, and one in my picks all week. I think I was ten and five I'm on the website. I'm trying to think. Website. We got we got the Eagles wrong. We got the Ravens wrong because oh, they we, lost to Washington. And we got the, did we got Atlanta Denver wrong? I'm and we sure. both picked Denver. So right. those were the five. So um, I've already written down my answer, so I can't change. Did we do Dallas Bengals last week? Oh, uh, we did, and we got that wrong. So I don't know. Yeah, you guys are really on top of yourself. Uh, Fendrick. Okay, so I am currently 13 and 13. Right. So I'm right at 500. <laughs> you are 10 and 16. So right. I have a three game lead over you. Uh, that other time when I went Minnesota and Seattle really helped. So I've already written down my answers. Uh, I will go first. Uh, Baltimore at the Giants. I am going Baltimore. I am going Baltimore as well. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I can't. I can't put my put my name or anything to the New York Giants. And I and just the got an plan. alert that said the Ravens are loving their new offense in practice, Ooh. which whatever that means. Whatever. But they've already pulled the desperation meter. I'm very interested to see what McAdoo will do for his desperation meter if they lose. I, I know. It's that the rule. You've got to fire somebody, right? Well, I don't even know it if they're going to fire, but I think they're going to see, like, they might have some trick play. If I'm Baltimore, I'm ready for trick plays. With the Giants this week. Well, hopefully Baltimore doesn't run any more trick plays because that sucked last week. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I mean, I mean, Do you want to talk more about that or no? Yeah, I, I want to say this right now. I watched Baltimore fake a field goal. didn't work. I watched the Rams fake a punt on their own 25 and blow the game. And I watched Pittsburgh go for a fake field goal, and that didn't work. Yeah, right. My question is, why on a fourth and short do I want a kicker or a punter either running or throwing a ball when that's not what they do, when I can just put out my actual offense and and do stuff. I think that's. I heard you say that earlier in the week, and I think you're exactly right. That's a great thought point. You're All not. You would e- never see New England do that. They would be like, oh no, we'll just keep Tom Brady and everybody out there on fourth and one because they're they're the ones that are used to doing this. I mean, the Rams have had two weeks in a row now of just awful decisions. Idiocy. Up 11 going for two because that makes no sense. Because if we go up by 12. By 13 or 12, yeah. then the same thing. And then to, 11, to, you kept to kick in the a game. field goal when you're on the two, when you're down seven, and then decide to then fake punt it the next time on your own 25. Right. Uh, just, just Jeff Fisher's make the, the only thing Jeff Fisher's responsible for is that. Is that. The coaching decision, which he's usually, I, I think is usually, I, I, in my opinion, is very good. But, yeah, yeah he's had some They're the top-rated special team. Man, there was home. some crazy, stupid coaching last week. I mean, even, like, Todd Bowles. What are you, you're going to punt it to Big Ben Man. when you're down by two scores with seven minutes left? I am so out on Todd Bowles. Like, I, like, I don't know if he survives yeah, the season. it'll be interesting to see. Because it's not like he's a motivating guy. 
No, uh, he is not. Philly at Washington. I'm going Philly all day. Philly's a I better football Philly team. Well. Yes. Uh, you it know, scares you, the crap out of me. Yeah, I get it. Washington gives them a rough time, but I'll tell you what, the news coming out today that Jordan Reed is having another concussion. Yes. He Poor is Jordan the Reed. he is the best fragile player in the NFL. Yeah, I know. Um I'm gonna go Kansas City at Oakland. I went Kansas City. Andy Reid, fifteen and two after a bye. Yeah. Uh, they're healthy. And I think if the running game gets going and it puts a premium on Raiders' possessions, I know that Derek Carr is a beast, and I know he's going to have opportunities with the amount that they play man-to-man at Kansas City. Yeah. But Kansas City swept them last year, Mm -hmm. and I look at them and go, if they keep the game slow, there's going to be a lot of pressure on Oakland to make every drive matter. And that could be an issue. I'm going Kansas City. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, that's it's good logic. Uh, I, I think this is going to be an offensive shootout. I don't think the Raiders will ever be able to stop. I think it's going to be like every Raiders game And the Oakland's defense is Yeah, not it's not good. It's one All right, so who are you going with? I'm going with the Raiders. Oh, I'm yeah. going Derek Carr over Alex Smith. When don't Andy, use my strategy yeah, against yeah, me. Yeah, I'm using it. Yeah. Andy, I'll, then I'll use Andy Reid over Jack Del Rio. <laughs> yeah. is, that, is that real or it not? It is. I, I would take Andy Reid over Jack Del Rio right now, yes. Look out for Tyree Kill having a field day. Tyree Kill and Benjamin have been lights out. Who's Benjamin? Oh, I, I'm thinking. Of, I'm thinking. I went to San Diego for a second. Oh yeah, Travis Benjamin Williams. has been great. But yes, Tyree Kill. Yes, I've been and asking Tyrell to do Williams of San Diego. Yeah, sorry, uh, Kansas City. I've been asking to do that hidden truth with the Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill is the fastest little thing I've ever seen. In my He's life. got a chance to be a star. Dallas at Green Bay uh, with the points. I'm going Dallas, but the, for this pick 'em, I'm going Green Bay. I just think that it's going to get down to which quarterback makes the plays at Lambeau Field. And I have to go with Aaron Rodgers. I think this is going to be an amazing game. With you, I think it's going to be an awesome game, too. I, as well, would take the Cowboys with the points. But Green Bay is going to win the game. I mean... It's going to be close. I just... I don't look at it If like, Dallas wins this game. Yeah. Dallas is for real regardless. Yeah, like, I know. Yeah. Uh, but if they win this game, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be hard to say anything Tony Romo-wise. Gosh. Uh, to win in Green Bay. But, yeah, I think the big it's thing like that scares... kind of like validated Michael Vick when he won there. It was like, he's for real. He the won play, a in the playoff game. Yeah. Right. Um, but the thing that scares me with that too, like yeah, to your point, yeah, you're taking Aaron Rodgers and Lambeau against a team that has not been great at rushing the passer. So I don't care how That's good the they cover thing. him. Right? When He's I, look, I looked at all the level, and, I said, I said, okay, Green Bay is the number one rush defense against Dallas. I do not think they're going to stop Dallas, but I know that Dallas won't get it going every single time. Right. And then I went on the other side and I went, Dallas, wow, they're not getting to the quarterback. And that's a huge issue because yes. Green Bay, I believe, has a top three pass-blocking offensive line right now. It is pretty good. Uh, last game, Atlanta at Seattle. Both of us apparently went back and forth with this. Not points, straight pick them. I'm going Seattle. I just think staying out West Coast is going to be interesting. You made that point earlier with Atlanta. And I just think that Seattle saw Kyle's game plan. And right. Kyle could come up with a big one. But where is he watching film? I, I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know if any. Did we say that on this? We didn't no, say, we said on Facebook Live. Yeah, right. That Atlanta's staying out west yeah, and yeah. not coming home. Right. I mean, where do you do game prep? I, I'm sure they have some sort of facility rented out to where he can sit there and do it. But yeah, they're out of their element. I, I guarantee when I, whenever I talk to him, I haven't talked to him this week, that I'm sure he'll complain. Any coach would complain about that. Gonna I'm going gonna, gonna to end on this note. So we're bo- you're going Seattle? I am. Okay, so the only thing we're disagreeing with is Oakland, uh, Kansas City, which will be a great game. A lot of good games, a lot, a lot of, of crap games. games this week. 
Uh, there's a lot of bad, like Pittsburgh, Miami, I don't want to watch. Right. New England and Cincinnati, oh, I'll watch that a little bit. I want to watch a little. Um, my thing is this, is I'm starting to see a lot of Kyle Shanahan head coaching stuff. Yeah, buddy. And it's, it's one of those things that, uh, whether it's rumors or relationships or whatever it could be, you cannot argue with what he's doing with that offense right yeah. now. No, you can't argue with what he's done with any offense he's ever been a part of. And I think that was part of the with the, the big rushes this week. Of course they beat Denver, and nobody expected them to do And then everybody talks about the great game plan. But John Lynch showing a graphic, basically showing Kyle's career, yeah. top 10 offenses, top 5 offenses. Yeah. You go, oh my gosh, he's definitely one of the two or three best coordinators in football. Yeah. Oh, but he had a problem with the lazy Donovan McNabb. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Donovan McNabb went up to Minnesota, and they were like, ah, oh, no, we've seen you for two weeks now. We've had enough. We'll shut you Will there ever be a time you were able to tell your Donovan McNabb story? I mean, I don't know. No. no but RG3, that issue, I mean, that got blamed on Kyle, which is ridiculous. Now we all know it's Dan Snyder. Yeah. Even people like to try to put Johnny Manziel on Kyle every now and then. I go, <laughs> are you kidding me? You think Kyle had anything to do with Johnny Manziel? I mean, we know the stupid owner, Haslam, talked to a homeless guy and said, oh, okay, I'll pick who he says. Uh, so I'm looking around the NFL at teams that could fire their coach, and I think Lions and Colts are low end, and I think the number one that's staring me in the face is the New York Jets. I just I don't know if they'd hire him. My only question would be, would you be offended if he didn't call you for some form of position? Well, he knows he has to call me. I've already told him that. He knows. <laughs> I mean, he, when he comes up in the summer every year, and of course we talk all the time, but he knows that if I will not leave the New York area, I moved around enough in my life, but if he got a job with the Jets or Giants, I would definitely think about taking a job, yes. What kind of job? Whatever. Bitch boy. Yeah, but, uh, no, I'm not going to be a bitch boy. That's, that's dumb. Can you imagine... How would you handle, though, Kyle coming around and going, Sims, where's my paperwork? Sims. I, I, could, I could take it. Get out of here. I could take it. Get out of here. When you get in those rooms, in that environment, it becomes almost military right away. You know what your job is. You know what's expected that you do. You fall in line and you do it. That's, it really is. It's weird like that. Trust me, that was taking orders from coaches in New England. And I want to be like, you know, I mean, I would kick your ass in four seconds. But, okay, I'll go do it. Yeah. You know, there's just nothing you can do. Give that, me a coffee at 11 o'clock at night. Go to Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, yeah, that's the kind of crap you had to do sometimes. That's unbelievable. Yeah, I'm not signing up for that. Oh, man. All right, well, if it happens, then it was nice to work with you. But hey. we'll cross that bridge when it happens. Yeah, we will. Uh, Steinmetz, did you have fun? Let me get the mic here. Yes, I did. Oh, he, he drops his phone. He I'm goes, nervous. Yeah. First time. It's okay. First time. You were amazing. Thank you. You are good. You're a silent assassin back there. Yeah, he was He was turning off my mic when I had to. I dropped it that one time. That was really bad. Right. During Howie. Yeah. Good job, Josh. Thanks for helping out. Yeah, thanks a lot, Josh. Really appreciate it. Thanks, uh, Josh. As always, Steinmetz, you're the man. Sims, you're the dude. Frederick, in memoriam. Uh, for everyone out there, thank you so much for supporting us. Um, again, if you could please leave a review on iTunes. The reason it's so important is the more reviews we get, the more people are able to see our podcast on iTunes. So please leave a review. If you, if you haven't done it yet, that'd be great. If you have, tell your friends, tell your mom to sign up for iTunes and write, oh my God, it's the best podcast ever. I really enjoyed it. It's so great. It's so awesome. It's so beautiful. Tell your friends, tell your friends. Tell your friends, tell your mother I like to like butter. All right, have a great day, everybody. Enjoy the week of football. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, use the hashtag Josh wasn't there. Uh, use the hashtag Josh wasn't there and then tweet at Sims and Lefko. Uh, he'll really appreciate it and it will destroy his fragile ego. Yes. Have Peace. a good one, man. Peace out, homies.
Uh, Howie's so cool, man. He is. I, we, look, we've, we've laughed about Howie before because we really do think that he's there by himself watching game film yes. of so many teams and he's on TV and he talks for a total of like three minutes right. and he has so much stuff to talk about yep. that if, I really believe, like if he went to an ESPN or something like that where they had so much programming to fill. He'd be perfect. He'd be perfect. Yes. But he, he, that's, it's so funny. I mean, I've never seen you draw on the outside of your notebook right, before. Right, right. <laughs> I drew on mine because he just goes. Yeah. Because he's so excited to talk about football. Yes. I mean, the, and also, you know, when he starts talking about plays, and you can he you could tell that he can revisualize. Right. Is that like you too? You start talking about plays. Definitely. And, yeah. It just comes into your head. I mean, it's branded in there forever. I you mean, think those are the top three? No doubt. Uh, where, where does Buffalo, where does Philadelphia, where do the Ravens defenses, uh, where does the Rams defense uh, go, where does the Patriots defense go into this discussion? Yeah, they're, they're close in the discussion. I would probably say your Eagles are probably the next team I would say that are kind of in that discussion. Jets, Cardinals. Uh, but I, I, I think, yes, it's those three. I mean, mm. those, those three. He can, didn't even mention the Broncos. Did you notice that? Well, I know, I know. I know. So he see what things. The reason that I like him right. talking about the Vikings is I think the <laughs> Vikings are the perfect mix of size and speed. Right, and I think they're also the perfect mix of bland and simple, like we're yes. in Seattle, but also we have a few creative blitzes like Denver. Yeah, and I you're right. I think Denver is more. I, I look at Seattle, and it, I feel like it's more speed based. Right, and um, yeah, Denver's going to let up yards every now and then. Yes, that's just the way they are because they take chances. But they, I also feel like that Denver has the best playmakers. Exactly, and that's what he's doing too. He's going to force you to be. We're going to get Von Miller one on one with one of your pass like playmakers. I'd go We're Denver, going to let Seattle, keep... Minnesota. Run stoppers. I'd go Minnesota, Seattle, Denver. Oof. Minnesota is definitely number one. Yes, and they're run stopping. Yes, I would go Minnesota. Defend, yeah, I would go de- Seattle too because defending a star wide receiver mm, who's number one. Yeah, I'm going with I'm going with Denver there. Okay, you think Tlaib's Ooh, the best? I don't know. That's tough. Richard Sherman, man. And Xavier Rhodes has been damn good himself. Yeah. Uh, I do think Akeem Tlaib, the, the combination of the three they have is the best. I mean, they have the... Chris Harris is balling right now. Playing really well. And, of course, uh, the other kid on the other side... Uh, I Bradley say, Roby? Yeah, Bradley Roby. I was yeah. going to say Nikel. Uh Yeah, they, they, they got it going on. I mean, I, I like watching Denver's defense the most on How film. Come? Uh, because I enjoy seeing some of the different things they do every week, and yeah, where I can imagine Minnesota's defense gets boring to watch. Oh, oh two guys little, in the A gap, and they're bringing this guy and that guy. A little okay. bit, right? A little bit. What is Seattle's like to watch? Seattle's is boring schematically, but uh, amazing physically. That's yeah. where it is. You when just you about, turn it on, you go, damn! They just look like they're moving a little faster than everybody else. I think else. when I watch Seattle and Denver, I always feel like it's it's two teams that are almost thinking they're playing offense. Like they're <laughs> both upfield so much. Right. Minnesota's kind of like you have the tiniest gap to try and fit this in. Mm-hmm. Good luck trying to do it. Right. Uh, one guy that tried to do it was Eli. Um, where are you with Eli right now? Uh, Eli stinks right now. 
I mean, plain and simple. I mean, uh, you know, he's getting a free pass. I don't get it. That, that would be my big what issue. What other quarterbacks have gotten free passes? Uh, what other quarterbacks have gotten free passes? Because you guys talked about Plunkett. He got the opposite of a free pass. Yeah, I mean, that, he, that's what I look at is almost the opposite guys that don't get free passes, and why does Eli get it? I mean, like Joe Flacco doesn't get a free pass. Like Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck is playing out of his freaking mind right now. Yes. I think he's playing the position better than anyone in the NFL. Right. And he had a quote that just came out where he took the blame for the offense right. by saying that he's holding on to the ball too long. Where if anybody watches them, you know that it's the offensive line stinks and there's not a lot of talent other than T.Y. Hilton right now because of injury. Mm-hmm. But no, he's going to take the blame, but no one's even putting any blame on Eli. None. He's, I, the, he's the worst quarterback, starting quarterback in the NFC East right now. He's Definitely. I mean, he's the 20th ranked quarterback just as far as quarterback rating is concerned. And that, I know I don't, I'm not a total quarterback rating guy, but uh, yeah, he, as far as playmakers go, when we talk about the upper echelons of quarterbacks, I mean, no, he's not making nearly as many plays. I'm just saying physically, we'll just say if it's the same play and they're all getting the same coverage and the same protection, he's not even, of course, Matt Ryan, I'm going through quarterbacks just at the top. Matt Ryan, Sam Bradford, who are not even huge playmakers, but are making them right now. Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger, Carson Wentz, Derek Carr. Uh, you go Matt Stafford, Russell Wilson. Drew Brees would be another guy that gets a pass sometimes because his stats are good. It doesn't matter if he goes 2-14. and 14, I don't know how cares. to evaluate Drew Brees because his stats are always good, but like I feel like the passes are easy, but like he's running the offense better than a lot of people would. It's the hardest position, I think, to evaluate because – the, as you used to call it, the inventory of plays right. is such an advantage for guys right. like that. Yeah. But Eli never has the inventory of plays. No. Whether it's by coaching changes, Drew Brees is at the same guy, Tom Brady's had yeah. the same guy. I mean, he had the same guy for the first, until just this last three years with yeah. Gilbert. So, I mean, he Gilbert. had, and that offense did like a lot of New England stuff. That's kind of the terminology they were. But yeah, Eli's just not that physically gifted ever, and, yes. let, and that, let alone now at his age. I have one more question before we start doing top five quarterbacks and all that stuff. Yeah. Hopefully you're ready for that. Ew. Are the Texans good? Uh, yes, the Texans are good. Um, are the Texans great? No. Uh, I, I have not watched that film yet um, from Minnesota Texans, but they have some deficiencies on offense. I mean... Uh, Osweiler, like we've said all summer and everything, to give him $38 million guaranteed is f-ing ridiculous, okay, <laughs> for seven games. Uh, so there is going to be that issue. He was extremely inconsistent from what I saw just on um, watching the game on TV on Sunday. And I do think the defense is good. I do. I'm not backing down from that. I think it's a good secondary. Uh, I just think they had a little bit of a lackluster performance. Minnesota went on the first drive, scored a touchdown. I think it was the second drive, got a touchdown again, go up 14-0. The game kind of stayed as a stalemate for a while, if you remember. And then they had the big 75-yard punt return mm. that made it like 21-0. And it was like game over. Mm. But uh, I do think we're going to see continue to see games of crap offense from them Man. every now and then. They, they are. What do you do when you have that much money allocated to a guy that you know is not worth it? Well, I, I don't know the full details of the contract, but I'm sure there will be a way they can maybe wiggle out of it next year, if not next year, the year How after. How can we have a league where they weren't even able to meet the guy before they signed him? Yeah, well, again, though, this, this, that was their fault. 
Because they rushed it. Right. Like, they were in panic mode. Like, oh, we got to get rid of Brian Hoyer right now and get our, our franchise quarterback to shape the, the way our team is. Oh, yeah, if you didn't rush it, you might have got Sam Bradford, like, a few weeks later. Mm. I mean, you don't know. There could have been a lot of things, but they just couldn't help it. Hey, they had Brian Hoyer. And their offense just is not creative enough. I mean, you know me all year, How is all preseason. I Bill said, O'Brien is Mr. Belichick offense. He is New England basic, and he was only there for a few years, and that's what he is. He's New England basic. To compare Bill O'Brien or George Gossie to Josh McDaniels, would, I don't even know what the comparison is. Josh McDaniels is like Einstein, and these guys are just like some underlings that can do some it's good just math. Just another example of someone leaving the Patriots and just... You just don't got all the tools. Yeah, I mean, Bill's good, and that offense can certainly win in the NFL. But, yeah, you're going to need the right players and quarterback. I always said all year, I think it's we'll see Tom Savage at some point. I mean, I said it all preseason. You did. All right, it's time for Top 5 Quarterbacks with Chris Sims. Oh, no. (laughs) Number 5. Do you need a second? I do. All right, as you're coming out with your list... um, I am, what's really funny, I just realized this, the place I'm staying in Denver for this wedding this weekend right. is the Great Grotto. It's, that's what this guy calls his place. What part of uh, Denver are you going to be in? Because I lived out there. Cap Hill, downtown Pennsylvania Street. I think I know exactly where that is. Yeah. Yeah, Cap Hill. I'm getting down. I think it's like a new little trendy area. Uh trendy area that was kind of like on the rise when I was living there. Did you ever go like hikes when you were in Denver? We would go to the mountains every now and then. I don't ski, but we went out into the mountains and like... You don't ski? I don't. Never learned how to ski. How many times have you been invited skiing in your life and been like, sorry, I don't ski? Oh, a lot. I've gone up to the mountains though probably four times. And just, just, I'm there for like three days and I just hang out. That's what and, I do because I don't go skiing either. Right. And I do the same thing with golf. I just go and drink. Yeah, I, I get it. I went... Uh, one of the coolest things... How I do did, you not ski? You're like... You're like Mr. White Guy. Well, when your dad's an NFL quarterback and his career can be ruined by skiing, then he doesn't take you on ski trips either. Can you guys ride bikes? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it's last time I checked, bike isn't quite as dangerous as skiing. I'm trying to think of what else is there. <laughs> Do you ever go, like, jet skiing? Mm, I mean, jet skiing, yes. I owned two jet skis when I was in Tampa there. I had them right in my back. That was awesome. But go water skiing? Yeah. I mean, I can do it. It's been a long time. Did you ever go bungee since... jumping? Now? Definitely. Would you ever jump out of a plane? I kind of want to, yeah. I was actually talking about this with my daughter. We should do a Sims and Lefko segment where we discuss football as we're free-falling. Oh, my gosh. Jump out of the plane? That would we'll be... do top five quarterbacks while jumping out of a plane. That would be nerve-wracking. You ready to go? I'm ready. Let's do it. And now it's top five quarterbacks with Chris Sims. <laughs> Number five. Number five. You know who he is. I think you think he's the best quarterback Carson in football. Carson Wentz. Ah, sorry. Andrew, Andrew Love. Yeah. Did you like number five? I'm going to put him at number five. Yeah, I mean, and I'm, they won, right? Right. Yeah, it was the Bears. I'm not. Oh, oh my gosh, she beat. Well, talk. Tell everyone how great but he was. He was <laughs> phenomenal. Uh, Andrew Luck is starting to play like Aaron Rodgers, in my oh, opinion. Oh, say word. Uh, he really is. I mean, you, you, what does that mean? That means that when nobody's open, he realizes. Oh crap! My offense stinks, and if I don't scramble around for seven seconds to try to find people open, we'll never get a first down. So that's what I guess I have to do now. I'm gonna run around like a chicken with his head cut off. Do you think that's what his, the voice in his head sounds like? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh man, this is nerve wracking. No, but he's probably like been like, oh, I think I'm gonna have to be like Aaron Rodgers. Do you think Andrew Luck, when he gets home, sits down and goes, "Man, why is nobody helping me?" Or do you think even in his alone time, he's like, "They're gonna pick it up." They're going to be great. 
I think he's, yeah, ultra positive. I don't think he lets those uh, bad thoughts even kind of creep into his head. If him and Carson Wentz played checkers, it would be the corniest thing ever. <laughs> They'd be like, well, more like checkmate. <laughs> All right, number four. Number four. His name is Big, and his ben, last name ben, is Ben. Ben, ben, yeah, ben Rufflesburger. Yeah, big. Ben, 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 Ben. Ben, ben, ben Rufflesburger. Ben. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. He was good? I mean, the Jets? Yes. I mean, Ben is the most explosive throwing quarterback in the game right now. His ability mm-hmm. to take those shots down the field. Uh, again, they have a great blend of, yeah, they have a few plays where they can just throw it out of their hand and he gets it out and they throw a screen or whatever it is, a real quick throw. But then he's just got a great feel of, oh, no, it's third and nine, and I'm going to sit here in the pocket all day long and yeah. wait for somebody to come open. And he's been on a point with his downfield throwing. Uh, and it's not just Antonio Brown. You know, um, Sammy Coates is in the top ten in the NFL in receiving. So people Crazy. better use it. Yeah. I got a and question after this. Let's right. move to number three. We go in. A-Rod. 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 a a Rod, a Rod, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, baby. Aaron Rodgers was on fire the other night. I know he threw two interceptions. The first one, not really his fault, went right through Jordy Nelson's hands, just popped in the air. They're gonna blow the Giants out if that doesn't happen right there. I think it was fourteen nothing at the time, and they were on what maybe the twelve, fifteen. But Aaron Rodgers, I'll tell you the thing. I don't even think you and I have talked about this. This is the one thing I saw this week with Aaron Rodgers that was amazing. Aaron Rodgers actually dropped back, took a five-step drop, took a hitch and threw the ball on time with rhythm a few times, which I thought was very encouraging. Coming off the bye week, mm. I'm sure they were a little like, hey, listen, you got to trust it a little bit more. There are guys open a little more than you're giving it credit for because they're not open a lot. But he did that, and the offense was different. They really were. And really? They definitely were. So Something we'll to keep pay that. attention to. Number two. Number two. Man, the go to A-Rod, new guy. Who's the A-Rod new guy? Derek Carr, number oh, two. Oh, man, number two. Yeah, Derek Carr, man. Baller. Uh, yeah, Derek Carr. Uh, I mean, you, we talk about Big Ben, Andrew Luck. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, of course, is awesome, but he doesn't have to be, like, statistically awesome for their team to win. Derek Carr has to. Exactly right, and I put stock into that. I mean, Derek Carr, if he doesn't throw for 300 yards and have, like, three or four completions that are like 20-plus yard completions, 40-plus yard completions, then they're not capable of winning the football game. Uh, and Amari Cooper, Crabtree, whew, they're the, they are such good route runners. That's the other thing I take away from it. Man, the, the, I enjoy watching the Raiders a lot. Really? Yeah. And number one. It's not going to be Carson Wentz. No. It's not going to be Marcus Mariota. It's not going to be Jameis Winston. It's got to be TB12. TB12. Was he that TB. good? Uh, I, I, again, yes. You know when you watch the Patriots and it's so easy that you don't want to give them any credit? Well, I just did a rant and just said, like, it's, it's Wednesday afternoon and for three days straight, all I see on every sports channel is Tom Brady. Like, that he just beat the Steel Curtain in his first game back and threw for 400 yards. Oh, wait, they're the Here he goes against time. That's typical Sims, bash and break. No, I just get, I'm, just I'm just trying to keep be the guy that keeps it real out in the world. It was I mean, the 0-5 Browns. Right. It's one of the worst pass defenses in football. Like, do you not think Jimmy Garoppolo would have thrown for 400 yards? Do you not think Jimmy Garoppolo would have hit wide-open Gronks and Martellus Bennett's? 
Jimmy Garoppolo threw for 235 yards and three touchdowns and played a quarter and a half against the Dolphins, and their pass defense is better than the Browns. Mm. So I just get sick of the crap. It I was amazing imagine. nonetheless. I Don't get me wrong. It was amazing. All right, so uh, this, this just happened. Kaepernick just negotiated, I guess, it's a one-year deal now, and it's right. going to be a player option for 2017. Oh, a player option, but it becomes what? That he now, it's not fully guaranteed for injury, right? Next year, I think that was what I was reading. Includes zero guaranteed money. Because right. I'm sure they were like, man, we're going to play him. He's not even totally healthy. He's going to get hurt, and he's gonna, we're going to owe him $13 million for next year. Exactly. Uh, uh, why right. would he do that? Why? I don't get it. But so now he has the player option for You're right. He had all the leverage. Like, so I, I, don't, I, would like to, I, I don't know those details. But, yeah, that's just odd to me. So now he has the player options where he can just say, I want to come back and I'm on the team? I, I guess so. But they can still cut yeah, they you. Can still cut them, doesn't yeah. mean anything. Uh, three teams guaranteed to lose. Can you do that? Can you remember who you said earlier? Uh, yeah. I all mean, right. Guaranteed just, to lose. Let me just at least. <laughs> I just want to pull up the list because I have five teams. Minutes, that was me. Okay, let's go with an easy one. Number one, guaranteed to lose. Who? Oh, hey, uh, uh, hey uh, your uh, name uh. is Cincinnati. Hey. And you ain't naughty gonna win. Nope, nope, nope. You're taking on Brady. Yeah. He just might have a baby. The Bengals are in trouble. We hate to burst your bubble. There goes Cincinnati. They are gonna lose. You in trouble, Cincinnati. Line is nine. Line is nine, and I like New England. He just talked about how New England just beat up on the steel curtain. Oh, great. <laughs> they didn't beat anybody. <laughs> but they'll destroy this other team that's in the top 15. Uh, I'm not saying that. That's not what I said. See, looky, you're such a media guy now. You just All right. Media left go. <laughs> Second team. Guaranteed to lose. Let's just sing our song together. Jay. No. No, I wasn't going to go there. Oh. I like our Miami song better. <laughs> Bienvenido a Miami. Welcome to Miami. You're going to lose another week. Yes, it's uh, Pittsburgh. Hey. They're black and yellow, black, black and, and yellow. yellow. Wiz Khalifa could play quarterback and beat you guys. Uh, yeah. Oh, I read this today. So they cut Billy Turner and Dallas Thomas. Right. Billy Turner has been picked up by the Baltimore Ravens. But okay. Ryan Tannehill's quote was, it's sending a message to the team. <laughs> I love that. The team is sick of watching me get killed. So we're going we're gonna to take away people that could protect me more. Right. But now, I re- now everyone knows that losing in the NFL is unacceptable. Yeah, right, right. Now we know that they'll just Now us. we know if you don't block, you will get fired. Even though you're an offensive lineman, you're, if you don't block, you get fired. Unbelievable. Jeez, uh, yeah, and good luck with that, dealing with new offensive linemen with Pittsburgh coming to town. At least Cam Hayward's not playing. Exactly. All right, so you're going uh, Cincinnati, right. Miami, right. and... And we got. I only get to do three on here. Huh? This, yeah. is, this is the tough one, uh, but I know who I'm going with. Go. Let's do it. The third team. Guaranteed to lose. San Francisco. I'm going to San Francisco. If you're going to San Francisco. And the Bulls, Bills are going to beat, that, beat yes. that butt? Yeah, the Bills are going to beat that butt for sure. I, I don't see how the offense is going to be any better with Kaepernick compared to Gabbert. Like, I'm sick Ooh, of, and Darius coming back. I, right, and I'm, I'm just sick of that talk, too. Like, they think, like, oh, Gabbert, when he kept the ball in the reaction, he got 10, but Kaepernick's going to keep it and get 12. That'll Man. be the difference of the game. 
I mean, Gabbert's a phenomenal athlete. Kaepernick's not much faster than than Gabbert. Yeah. So I don't understand. I, I want to see it, yes, as a fan, but that defense is going to be ready to stop it. Uh, you do you do know who is leading the NFL in sacks right now? Lorenzo Alexander, right. a 33-year-old journeyman linebacker that spent most of his time on special teams. There you go. That's and why has they pay blossomed you. under Rex. Yes. And the other guy that they picked up in free agency, mainly as a stopgap because Reggie Ragland and those guys got hurt, Zach, Zach Brown. Brown has been yes. playing phenomenal. Always been a phenomenal athlete. Kind of yes. had the... Looks like Tarzan plays like Jane yes. or about him, but he's starting to play like Tarzan, too. All right, so while Sims's pick are guaranteed, uh, I forget who you picked last week. I didn't ask Frederick. Our picks last week, we all picked the same five teams. We went two and three. Right. Um, Man, I, I lost all the – I mean, I, I was like nine, four, and one in my picks all week. I think I was ten and five I'm on the website. I'm trying to think. We got, we got the Eagles wrong. We got the Ravens wrong because oh, they we, lost to Washington. And we got the, did we get Atlanta Denver wrong? I'm and we sure. both picked Denver. So right. those were the five. So um, I've already written down my answer, so I can't change. Did we do Dallas Bengals last week? Oh, uh, we did, and I got that wrong. So I don't know. Yeah, you guys are really on top of yourself. Uh, Fendrick. Okay, so I am currently thirteen and thirteen. Right. So I'm right at five hundred. <laughs> you are ten and sixteen. So right. I have a three-game lead over you. Uh, that other time when I went Minnesota and Seattle really helped. So I've already written down my answers. Uh, I will go first. Uh, Baltimore at the Giants. I am going Baltimore. I am going Baltimore as well. Uh, yeah, uh, I can't. I can't put my put my name or anything to the New York Giants. And I and just the got an plan. alert that said the Ravens are loving their new offense. In practice, Ooh. which whatever that means. Whatever. But they've already pulled the desperation meter. I'm very interested to see what McAdoo will do for his desperation meter if they lose. I, I know. It's that the rule. you got to fire somebody, right? Well, I don't even know it if they're going to fire, but I think they're going to see, like, they might have some trick play. If I'm Baltimore, I'm ready for trick plays with the Giants this week. Well, hopefully Baltimore doesn't run any more trick plays because that sucked last week. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I mean, I, Do you want to talk more about that or no? Yeah, I, I want to say this right now. I watched Baltimore fake a field goal. It didn't work. I watched the Rams fake a punt on their own 25 and blow the game. And I watched Pittsburgh go for a fake field goal, and that didn't work. Yeah, right. My question is, why on a fourth and short do I want a kicker or a punter either running or throwing a ball when that's not what they do, when I can just put out my actual offense and and do stuff? I think that's – I heard you say that earlier in the week, and I think you're exactly right. That's a great thought point. You're not – You would never see New England do that. They would be like, oh, no, we'll just keep Tom Brady and everybody out there on fourth and one because they're, they're the ones that are used to doing this. I mean, the Rams have had two weeks in a row now of – just awful decisions. Idiocy. Up 11 going for two because that makes no sense. Because if we go up by 12. By 13 or 12, yeah. then the same thing. And then to, 11, to, you kept to kick a game. field goal when you're on the two, when you're down seven, and then decide to then fake punt it the next time on your own 25. Right. Uh, just, just Jeff Fisher's make the, the only thing Jeff Fisher's responsible for. Is that is that the coaching decision? Which he's usually, I, I think, is usually, I, I, in my opinion, is very good. But yeah, yeah, he's had some. They're the top-rated special team. Man, there was some crazy, stupid coaching last week. I mean, even like Todd Bowles. What are you? You're gonna punt it to Big Ben Man. when you're down by two scores with seven minutes left? I am so out on Todd Bowles. Like I, like I don't know if he survives yeah, the season. It'll be interesting to see because it's not like he's a motivating guy. 
No, uh, he is not. Philly at Washington. I'm going Philly all day. Philly's a better football Philly team. Well. Yes. You know, it scares you, the crap out of me. Yeah, I get it. Washington gives them a rough time, but I'll tell you what, the news coming out today that Jordan Reed is having another concussion. Yes. He Poor is Jordan the Reed. he is the best fragile player in the NFL. Yeah, I know. Um I'm gonna go Kansas City at Oakland. I went Kansas City. Andy Reid, 15-2 and two after a bye. Yeah. Uh, they're healthy, and I think if the running game gets going and it puts a premium on Raiders' possessions, I know that Derek Carr is a beast, and I know he's going to have opportunities with the amount that they play man-to-man at Kansas City. Yeah. But Kansas City swept them last year, mm-hmm. and I look at them and go, if they keep the game slow, there's going to be a lot of pressure on Oakland to make every drive matter. And that could be an issue. I'm going Kansas City. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, that's it's good logic. Uh, I, I think this is going to be an offensive shootout. I don't think the Raiders will ever be able to stop. I think it's going to be like every Raiders and game the we Oakland see. defense is Yeah, not it's not good. It's one All right, so who are you going with? I'm going with the Raiders. Oh, I'm yeah. going Derek Carr over Alex Smith. When don't you, use Andy, my strategy yeah, against yeah, me. Yeah, I'm using it. Yeah. Andy, I'll, then I'll use Andy Reid over Jack Del Rio. <laughs> yeah. is, that, is that real or it not? It is. I, I would take Andy Reid over Jack Del Rio right now, yes. Look out for Tyree Kill having a field day. Tyree Kill and Benjamin have been lights out. Who's Benjamin? Oh, I, I'm thinking. Of, I'm thinking. I went to San Diego for a second. Oh yeah, Travis Benjamin Williams. has been great. But yes, Tyree Kill. Yes, I've been and asking Tyrell to do Williams of San Diego. Yeah, sorry, uh, Kansas City. I've been asking to do that hidden truth with the Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill is the fastest little thing I've ever seen. In my He's life. got a chance to be a star. Dallas at Green Bay uh, with the points. I'm going Dallas, but the, for this pick 'em, I'm going Green Bay. I just think that it's going to get down to which quarterback makes the plays at Lambeau Field. And I have to go with Aaron Rodgers. I think this is going to be an amazing game. With you, I think it's going to be an awesome game, too. I, as well, would take the Cowboys with the points. But Green Bay is going to win the game. I mean... It's going to be close. I just... I don't look at it If Dallas wins this game... Yeah. Dallas is for real regardless. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, But if they win this game, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be hard to say anything Tony Romo-wise. Gosh. To win in Green Bay. But, yeah, I think the big thing that scares... like what validated Michael Vick when he won there. It was like, he's for real. He won in the playoff game. Right. Um, but the thing that scares me with that too, like yeah, to your point, yeah, you're taking Aaron Rodgers and Lambeau against a team that has not been great at rushing the passer. So I don't care how That's good the they cover thing. him. Right? When I, look, I looked at all the level, and, I said, I said, okay, Green Bay is the number one rush defense against Dallas. I do not think they're going to stop Dallas, but I know that Dallas won't get it going every single time. Right. And then I went on the other side and I went, Dallas, wow, they're not getting to the quarterback. And that's a huge issue because yes. Green Bay, I believe, has a top three pass-blocking offensive line right now. It is pretty good. Uh, last game, Atlanta at Seattle. Both of us apparently went back and forth with this. Not points, straight pick them. I'm going Seattle. I just think staying out West Coast is going to be interesting. You made that point earlier with Atlanta. And I just think that Seattle saw Kyle's game plan. And right. Kyle could come up with a big one. But where is he watching film? I, I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know if any. Did we say that on this? We didn't. No, say, we said on Facebook Live. Yeah, right. That Atlanta's staying out west yeah, and not coming home. Right. I mean, where do you do game prep? I, I'm sure they have some sort of facility rented out to where he can sit there and do it. But yeah, they're out of their element. I, I guarantee when I, whenever I talk to him, I haven't talked to him this week. That I'm sure he'll complain. Any coach would complain about that. Going I'm going to I'm gonna end on this note. So we're bo- you're going Seattle. I am. Okay. So the only thing we're disagreeing with is Oakland, uh, Kansas City, which will be a great game. A lot of good games. A lot, a lot of, of crap games. games this week. 
Uh, there's a lot of bad, like Pittsburgh, Miami, I don't want to watch. Right. New England and Cincinnati, oh, I'll watch that a little bit. I want to watch a little. Um, my thing is this, is I'm starting to see a lot of Kyle Shanahan head coaching stuff. Yeah, buddy. And it's, it's one of those things that, uh, whether it's rumors or relationships or whatever it could be, you cannot argue with what he's doing with that offense right yeah. now. No, you can't argue with what he's done with any offense he's ever been a part of. And I think that was part of the, with the, the big rushes this week. Of course they beat Denver, and nobody expected them to do And then everybody talks about the great game plan. But John Lynch showing a graphic, basically showing Kyle's career, yeah. top 10 offenses, top 5 offenses. Yeah. You go, oh my gosh, he's definitely one of the two or three best coordinators in football. Yeah. Oh, but he had a problem with the lazy Donovan McNabb. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Donovan McNabb went up to Minnesota, and they were like, ah, oh, no, we've seen you for two weeks now. We've had enough. We'll shut you Will there ever be a time you were able to tell your Donovan McNabb story? I mean, I don't know. No. no but RG3, that issue, I mean, that got blamed on Kyle, which is ridiculous. Now we all know it's Dan Snyder. Yeah. Even people like to try to put Johnny Manziel on Kyle every now and then. I go, <laughs> are you kidding me? You think Kyle had anything to do with Johnny Manziel? I mean, we know the stupid owner, Haslam, talked to a homeless guy and said, oh, okay, I'll pick who he says. Uh, so I'm looking around the NFL at teams that could fire their coach, and I think Lions and Colts are low end, and I think the number one that's staring me in the face is the New York Jets. I just I don't know if they'd hire him. My only question would be, would you be offended if he didn't call you for some form of position? Well, he knows he has to call me. I've already told him that. He knows. <laughs> I mean, he, when he comes up in the summer every year, and of course we talk all the time, but he knows that if I will not leave the New York area. I moved around enough in my life. But if he got a job with the Jets or Giants, I would definitely think about taking a job, yes. What kind of job? Whatever. Bitch boy. Yeah, but uh, no, I'm not going to be a bitch boy. That's, that's dumb. Can you imagine... How would you handle, though, Kyle coming around and going, Sims, where's my paperwork? Sims. I, I, could, be, I could take it. Get out of here. I could take it. Get out of here. When you get in those rooms in that environment, it becomes almost military right away. You know what your job is. You know what's expected that you do. You fall in line and you do it. That's, it really is. It's weird like that. Trust me, that was taking orders from coaches in New England. And I want to be like, you know, I mean, I would kick your ass in four seconds. But, okay, I'll go do it. Yeah. You know, there's just nothing you can do. Give that, me a coffee at 11 o'clock at night. Go to Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, yeah, that's the kind of crap you had to do sometimes. That's unbelievable. Yeah, I'm not signing up for that. Oh, man. All right, and, well, if it happens, then it was nice to work with you. But hey. we'll cross that bridge when it happens. Yeah, we will. Uh, Steinmetz, did you have fun? Let me get the mic here. Yes, I did. Oh, my phone he drops his phone. I'm he goes, nervous. Yeah. First time. It's okay. First time. You were amazing. Thank you. You are good. You're a silent assassin back there. Yo, he was he was turning off my mic when I had to. I dropped it that one time. That was really bad. Right. During Howie. Yeah. Good job, Josh. Thanks for helping out. Yeah, thanks a lot, Josh. Really appreciate it. Thanks, uh, Josh. As always, Steinmetz, you're the man. Sims, you're the dude. Frederick in memoriam. Uh, for everyone out there, thank you so much for supporting us. Um, again, if you could please leave a review on iTunes. The reason it's so important is the more reviews we get, the more people are able to see our podcast on iTunes. So please leave a review. If you, if you haven't done it yet, that'd be great. If you have, tell your friends, tell your mom to sign up for iTunes and write, oh my God, it's the best podcast ever. I really enjoy it. It's so great. It's so awesome. It's so beautiful. Tell your friends, tell your friends. Tell your friends, tell your mother I like to like butter. All right, have a great day, everybody. Enjoy the week of football. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, use the hashtag Josh wasn't there. Uh, use the hashtag Josh wasn't there and then tweet at Sims and Lefko. Uh, he'll really appreciate it and it will destroy his fragile ego. Yes. Have Peace. a good one, man. Peace out, homies. <laughs>